0: Adulting. Merriam-Webster defines adulting as a noun, meaning to behave like an adult and to do the things that adults regularly do. So, buying groceries, making doctor's appointments, and going to bed at a reasonable hour should all be things that us college students regularly do, right? How about we add in a little networking and pressure to trick employers into thinking that you're actually a great fit for the job? Oh boy, that really gets the blood pumping. Adulting. Sign me up. Today, we are going to hear from several students who still haven't mastered the whole adulting thing yet. These confessions prove that the struggle is real. First up, we're going to hear from a college student who is stuck in a pretty shitty situation. Pun intended. Toilet paper is a hot commodity around college campuses that has gone far too soon. And as you're about to hear, running out of toilet paper leads some kids to take drastic measures. Take a listen.
1: Okay, so, in my house, toilet paper has honestly become, like, a drug. We're all way too cheap to buy another pack, um, so usually we find ourselves getting creative in some weird ways. So, like, I don't know, I've been, it, it's come to the point where I've been stealing <laughs> toilet paper from the on-campus bars, or, like, just washing myself in the bathtub after I pee, or, like, <laughs> oh my gosh. ripping pieces of cardboard from, like, the leftover, like, Tampax box near the sink, and my roommates and I will literally do anything to not buy toilet paper when it's rumored that one of us is stashing a secret roll, my other roommates and I will bribe the girl in whatever way we can I've traded groceries I've traded chocolate candy honestly I've traded my dignity too and I've edited so many papers for them just to get a piece of toilet paper it's ridiculous
0: Next up, we'll hear from Hannah, who proved that sometimes you have to choke down your fears, literally. Take a listen.
2: I'm a junior at Marquette University, and when I was a sophomore, I started getting really nervous about internships and uh, like interviews and how I'm going to get a job and if I'm ever going to get a job. And so I started like planning several interviews for like big PR firms, little PR firms, on-campus jobs, all sorts of different stuff. But I was also going through like a midlife crisis at age 19. And so I decided I was going to become a vegetarian. So that's a key factor in the story. And so I was going on an interview with this giant PR firm, but I'm not going to name the name of it because I'm still going to try to get a job there one day. Um, but so I had a sit-down interview at a restaurant with them. And the person who would be my boss is from the South and really, really, really likes barbecue. And so being a vegetarian and a new vegetarian at that. I was looking at the barbecue like I want this so badly but I'm also morally conflicted at this moment and so I was convincing myself that if I didn't eat the slab of ribs that he bought for me like right in front of me that I wouldn't get this job and so I sat there and it was the most excruciating thing to sit there and eat the ribs. I've never felt more guilty in my life but it was also like he was asking me what experience do you have like in communications and I'm sitting there shoving a rib down my throat I'm like oh I I like Instagram so it was was an interesting time in my life later decided I would not be a vegetarian anymore so I guess it was a turning point one could say interviews are really really an art and you can only really get better at them by going to them and actually practicing or like enlisting your homies to like sit down and ask you questions about yourself which is kind of narcissistic in the long run but it's fun (laughs)
0: One part of being an adult is learning how to make the right choices when it comes to alcohol and socializing. Now, this is a situation if you booze and cruise, you will certainly lose.
3: So this past July, I drove seven hours to Milwaukee uh, with my friend for his sister's 21st birthday that was being celebrated on a booze cruise. I was very excited for this because I had never been to Milwaukee before. And I had never been on a boost cruise, and so I was extra excited. Fortunately, I overestimated my tolerance, uh, and I got a little bit too lit at the pregame. And by the time we parked the car and got on the boat, and I had two tequila shots, I was already blackout drunk, and I don't remember anything from that point on. Uh, I woke up the following morning in my friend's grandparents' basement. Uh, I proceeded to then vomit outside on five separate occasions before finding my phone in my friend's pocket three hours later. I was told that on the boat, I attempted and threatened to climb the boat, forcing the captain to follow me around. I passed out in multiple locations, including but not limited to uh, the stairs, on the deck, on the deck's chairs. And I mainly talked about how my friend was a good dude, his parents and my overwhelming relationship problems to people who really didn't really want to hear about those issues
0: now we're going to hear from kelly a recent graduate from the university of south carolina Learning to buy a car can be a difficult task. I mean, where do you shop? Who do you go to? How much are you willing to pay? These are many questions that Kelly had to answer as she went on a hunt for a new car.
4: So adulting isn't fun and it's really hard to get used to. Um, You know, I thought college was adulting and then I got into the real world and realized that it really wasn't. Um, It was just a glimpse into the real world of being an adult. So I remember when I was in college I thought having like one or two exams a week and only class Monday through Thursday was like real life and uh, now I have to get up every day for work at 6 and it's fun. but i think my biggest realization in my adult life was when i was going to buy a car and i literally didn't even know where to start so what do i do <laughs> i called my dad um and he kind of helped me get the process started and i went online and applied for a loan and you know googled all the different steps i had to take and um I actually think that's when I realized that I couldn't be nice to everyone. Um, Because especially being a female, uh, and especially with cars, you gotta stick up for yourself. So um, I went into several different car dealerships, Uh, I did my research, told them what I was looking for and they were trying to scam me so I ended up walking out of two dealerships actually. which was kind of a a big moment to be able to do that, um, but I think that's really the the thing that comes to mind when I think about learning how to be an adult and uh, and just learning how to be in the real world.
0: Next up, we'll hear from a student who has burnt mac and cheese not once, not twice, but too many times. This one's for all you poor cooks in college. Take a listen.
5: Hi, my name is Molly Marciniak, and I am currently a senior here at Marquette University. Um, So when being asked about adulting, I had a few funny stories in my mind about, you know, growing up and living away from home. But my favorite story, I think, was thinking that I knew how to make Easy mac so this was my i think second week of freshman year in wonderful mccormick hall in at marquette and you know i thought it'd be a good idea to make some easy mac because you know it's super simple why not blah 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 anyways what i found out as i put my easy mac in the microwave it smelled pretty funky like it did not smell like it should smell and i found out i opened my microwave and you know i forgot to put cold water in my easy mac so i made my dorm room floor smell like burnt plastic for a solid two days um so that's when i realized that living on my own truthfully is not that easy i really appreciated my mom telling me what to do with cooking but now since that time i think i've progressed in my cooking aka learning how to make scrambled eggs
0: One of the biggest realizations as an adult is learning that your parents won't always be there to hold your hand as you try new things. Next up, we'll hear from Sam, who took her first trip alone without her mom to New York City. And boy, did she have a great time.
6: The first time I felt like I was actually adulting was last fall for my 21st birthday. Um, Me and my roomie went to New York City for my birthday, and it was just the first trip I had ever taken without my mom and I was also turning 21 so that was a whole new level of like just being an adult and making sure you're alive and everything's okay so it was quite the interesting time I explored New York it was amazing and it was just like a whole new level of making sure that you get to the airport on time and making sure you are like getting home okay and that you have transportation everywhere and it's just like make sure you have hotel rooms and all this stuff so it's just like a whole new level of trying to be an adult and trying to figure everything out and usually i mean money too like paying for something on a vacation without your parents going with you is like a whole like i was like sure i don't need to eat all day like it's fine (laughs) because like usually it would be like elaborate meals with your family but it's like when you're on your own you're like oh yeah starbucks drink counts for three meals so um yeah it was it was amazing it was so fun i have since then gone on multiple trips most of them with trisha we went to florida uh We also adulted there. We had quite the transportation there because um we had to take we flew in we had to take a bus to the bus station we had to walk and then take an uber to the airbnb and it was just like planning everything and making sure we were saving money and making sure we were being smart uh was definitely a challenge. but here we are we survived.
0: Next up, we'll hear from my friend Maddie, a senior at Cornell University in Ithaca, New York. As it turns out, it's probably not the best idea to hook up with your physical therapist and then have to go to a session the next day. Oh boy, take a listen to this one.
7: So my first experience with this was last year when I was tasked with feeding myself. So this was kind of a challenge for me because, you know, while I can make things out of boxes, that gets tiring after a while and it's kinda lame. So I decided that I was going to, you know, mix it up and make microwave waffles. Fun and exciting, right? So what happened was my toaster wasn't working, so I decided to do it on the stove top. So I put the waffle on the pan in on the stove top and needless to say I turned my back for like Four seconds and apparently I put the stove on too high it was on like setting six out of ten and the waffle was on fire so with that being said then I had to call the non-emergency number for the police department and fire department and I said to them hi this is not an emergency but I just burned a waffle and now the fire alarm is going off And I took the pan and I put it on the fire escape because I had no idea what to do. At that point, the fire was extinguished and, like, the waffle basically just, like, momentarily burst into flames but then kind of, like, subsided. So it was on the fire escape and I asked them to come. So they came. I let them into the house. And uh, when they walked in, they made a comment to me and they were like, hmm, smells good. Got any more? And I was just, you know, it was like cricket. this is so uncomfortable because clearly I can't cook waffles why are you asking me if I have more so basically that was my first struggle and cooking continues to be a struggle I've since set off the fire alarm two other times and uh, there's phase one the next struggle that I've had was adulting Um, you know I wouldn't really say that this is something that most smart adults face but um Yeah, I don't know. This is more maybe a me problem than an adult problem. But nevertheless, I'll tell you the story. So um, I was going to physical therapy for my knee um, and my shin just because I was having pain and, you know, post-ACL surgery, just kind of some pushback. So I was going to physical therapy, and there was a physical therapist assistant who worked there, and we became friends. And he was in Illinois, and while I went back to New York for school... Um, we started talking more, and then, you know, became friends. We talked, like, every day, so it got a little intense. Um, And then when I came home for winter break, I ended up seeing him, actually. So, basically, it was the second night after I was home on winter break, and um, he said, hey, want to hang out? Come over. So I was like, okay, cool. And so, you know, me being me, I had no idea what to tell my parents, so... Um, I was like, hey, I'm going to sleep over at my friend Catherine's house, and they were like, cool, great, have fun, awesome. So, went over to this guy's house, ended up, uh, spending the night, we hung out and watched a movie, we watched Snakes on a Plane, first of all, that's like the number one challenge of adulting, like, find good movies at least, um, but anyways, so, we were hanging out, ended up spending the night, basically it suddenly turned from, like, fun to a disaster, um, I guess to, you know, run through it in the most detail, I'll kind of dive into each part. So basically what happened was we ended up hooking up, but, um, you know, being stupid and whatnot uh, didn't necessarily use a proper form of protection, which, you know, okay, happens. So there's me, phase one, freaking out. Um, because I'm like,
4: ah,
6: I'm
7: gonna be pregnant, and I'm gonna have to go buy Plan B in the morning. So that was great. Um, then, you know, I couldn't sleep because I'm pretty sure he was like kicking throughout the night. So that was a little unfortunate, but you know, it's not the biggest of the problems. So wake up in the morning, freaking out like, oh my god, need to go to buy Plan B right now. I wanted to leave in the middle of the night, but no stores were open. Cool. Okay. So then, you know, phase two of the mild adulting freak out Um, basically realized that I left my car on the street overnight and you know this wasn't my car this was my dad's car so perfect the car ended up getting a ticket which was great I've never gotten a ticket before awesome experience Um, and then freaking out part two because I was so terrified that my dad would find out and get wind of the ticket And he would be like, oh, you said you were at Catherine's. This is nowhere near Catherine's house. So I was like, okay, great, Um, awesome. So then the morning proceeded. I strolled home with my coat zipped all the way up because my dad just happened to stay home from work that day. I had the parking ticket shoved into my pants. My coat was zipped all the way up to hide my hickeys on my neck. Um, That was fun. Then I quickly ran and took a shower because I was like, I'm gross. I can't go to Target to buy Plan B like this. So, you know, standards, right? So, um, took a shower, ended up going straight to Target, took money out of the ATM because I didn't want my parents to see the credit card was used to buy Plan B, took money out of the ATM, used the money to buy the Plan B, then went to breakfast, took the Plan B at breakfast, and immediately I started to feel, like, really weird, and, I, you know, I thought it was, like, side effects, whatever. So, that was the completion of phase one taking of the plan B. So then it doesn't solve my problem with the parking ticket, so I was like, oh my gosh, what do I do? And you know, I realized, thank goodness, the day after I have physical therapy, so I'm gonna go to physical therapy and see the physical therapist assistant there. This will be fun. Um, So I decided to take the parking ticket with me, and on the way to physical therapy, I went and paid for the parking ticket, also with cash, that I took out of my bank account, because I didn't want them to see the credit card was linked to it. So, went and paid my parking ticket, and then went straight to physical therapy, and um, I guess that solved problem two of the parking ticket. So then, after that, the day was moving on fine. I thought we were all, like, all the secondhand embarrassment was gone, thinking back to what happened. I thought we could move on with our lives, but then, when I went to bed at night, I couldn't stop like feeling like i had to pee. Basically i like every time i like left the bathroom i just went right back in cuz i just thought i was about to start peeing. So i was like okay something's wrong. So the next morning when i woke up i felt the exact same way. So at that point i was like okay i need to go to the doctor. So i scheduled an appointment, went to the doctor, basically ended up finding out that i had a UTI. So you know phase three great love it can't wait and at that point because i went to the doctor with the insurance i had to tell my parents so i was like oh okay i have a uti haha i didn't tell them why but um there was that so you know part three thrown in there and then basically to round the story out two days later Catherine's brother contacted me and was like hey Catherine's coming home from school because she wasn't home from school yet and he said do you want to go to the airport and pick her up with me to surprise her? And I was like, oh, my gosh, yes, duh. So I went with him, uh, was going to go with him to the airport, um, and my parents were like, oh, where are you going? And I was like, hey, guys, Catherine's coming home from school. Um, William asked me if I want to go pick her up from the airport. And then at that point they just gave me these really weird looks because I completely forgot that five days earlier I had told them I was sleeping at Catherine's house. And I'm pretty sure they kind of put a lot of things together at that point. Um, But, you know, I just got some weird stares, and uh, that was great. I kind of freaked out, and I was like, okay, great, I'll see you later, bye, and then left. So, moral of the story is don't hook up with your physical therapist assistant because basically everything will go to hell. It'll be great. So, uh, if you're looking for some torturous awkward, horrible experiences, do that, but otherwise, you know, live your life doing other things. I guess that's my advice.
0: Adulting is an entirely new stage of life that some people look forward to and others not so much, especially some college students. Not only do you have to make your own food, work out more regularly, find a full-time job, learning to drive places, and scheduling your own doctor's appointments, why don't you throw in remembering to shower every day and maybe tossing in a few vegetables here or there? Oh, not to mention, I don't know, maybe remembering to clean your house every now and then? Well, adulting is hard. And as we've learned today, there are many situations that have caused college students and post-grad students stress. Whether it's burning your mac and cheese, trying to buy a car, or just day-to-day struggles that make adulting that much harder. Thanks for tuning in to a college podcast this week. Tune in next time to see what else we've got cooking. And no, it won't be burnt mac and cheese. Thanks, guys.